0: Hi and welcome to Is It Dad Rock yet? I'm Martin and with me as ever is Steve. Hello, 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 hello. Uh, Today Martin brought a friend, Sam, not the Sam we did the Corn episode with, a new Sam. Sam we spoke about on one of our previous episodes, so I do have a question for you in a little bit, Sam. But um, do you want to say hello to our audience? Hello there. Okay, let's move on to some news from this week. First of all, Derek has left Alkaline Trio. He said it was because he listened to our episode about Alkaline Trio's "Good Morning" album, and we was talking about coming all over Dan and Matt. He got jealous, and said, "Well, that's not good enough." So he's left the band out of jealousy. He, the thing he was like, he was like, "Am I not pretty enough?" And that's what the the sort of headline was that I saw. That is true. Yeah, cited. Is it dad rock yet? Is a reason for Derek leaving Alkaline Trio. But so was the was there any other reasons? Yeah, was there any other reasons? Yeah, the truth is, he's citing demand on touring. Just, it's really hard. So, that's the reason he's left. Uh, he, he put on a post on the Alkaline Trio Instagram that I saw, and then Alkaline Trio had written below it. I imagine it was either Matt or Dan. Basically saying, you know, we wish him all of a luck. There's no hard feelings. It is what it is. But rumor has it, they've already got an album in the bag. They've already recorded a new album. And are set to go on tour and fans are already starting to guess who is going to replace him. I saw a lot of comments on Facebook. A lot of the comments say, well, who do you think it might be, Martin? It is my favourite drummer of all time, Adam Willard. Yeah, so a lot of people saying it might be Adam Willard, but then other names are thrown out there as well. Also, Craig Jones has left Slipknot. If you don't know who Craig Jones is from Slipknot, he's the guy that does the sampling and... People have said keyboards, so I don't remember that from our sleep night episode, Martin, but I'm sure if we do another one, we'll find out. But some fans seem to be furious about it, other fans just don't give a shit, and they've already got a replacement member, and nobody knows who it is, so as you can imagine, everyone is trying to guess who this new member is. Yeah, I assume they'll be doing what they did with, was it called V or something, who was, who was the bassist? V-Man. V-Man. He, um, he's he got a tattoo on his arm, and he, or something? So on the promo pics. He had his, his arm out, and people like guessed it was him already. So I, I assume they'll be looking for any distinguishing moles, uh, markings, or anything like that. Any tattoos, dead giveaway, that. They've also released a new EP of Slipknot. It's called Adderall, and it's got three different versions of the same song. The song is Adderall, and it was also released on their previous album, The End So Far. And there's also three other tracks on the album, but that actually interludes, and it's pretty fucking lame. So, have you guys heard that at all? Nope. Well, I would not recommend it. Moving on, last piece of news, Download Festival. It took place over the weekend, 20-year anniversary. It was sold out. Metallica played two sets, the Thursday and the Saturday. Bring Me the Horizon headlined the Friday, and Slipknot headlined the Sunday. From what I've seen... The bands were great. The sets were great. Everybody loved the lineup. The bands didn't disappoint. <clears throat> but there has been lots of complaining about the festival as a whole. Issues like traffic. So some people saying it took them like seven hours to do like a two-hour journey. Parking was a shambles. The queues were a shambles. Toilets were a shambles. Vendors were ripping people off by like not showing the amount and then just taking contactless. A lot of it was very similar to Slam Dunk, and then there was a lot about the the accessibility just being absolutely terrible this year at Download. And I don't know if it's like an issue because both festivals were sold out, and the organizers just you know couldn't handle it, or if people are just starting to expect better value for money. Like I saw some some prices for Download 2024. Like the early bird tickets have gone on sale. It's like fucking nearly six hundred quid, like for a camper van, and then like I think it's like over three hundred quid, or at least close to three hundred quid for a like a weekend ticket with we camping. You know, you like that's a lot of fucking money. I could go to a, a European festival and get my flights included for probably something quite similar. Before, um, one of my friends went to um, Download, and they said absolutely amazing. They took them five hours to get there um well in and everything all day to get there then when they packed up they were in the camper van section so they drove there but their friends had a camper van they had some tents with them as well so he packed up in like the top corner of the car park and then had to walk all the way to the motorhome thing it was a two-hour walk it was that massive and he had to carry all his stuff he went down this area that he said like there was a shortcut bit through this like not stick it, but like a through path or through way or whatever and he got there and looked like oh no it's it's shit you can't get through so he had to go around and turn around and go again so yeah it was absolutely massive but he was like literally on the far side and had to walk to the other side of the entire thing um but yeah he, he did say it was absolutely amazing he'd definitely go next year um, so you're saying, yeah, he didn't have any problems with the vendors or anything like that. I think he just spent a lot of money, but yeah, he didn't have that that, that problem personally. Yeah, uh, Ash, our friend from where we were younger, went as well. She said she had a great time. She said they had no issues with parking, no issues with, with getting there. Uh, the the only issues they found was like the, the massive size of a site just took ages to to walk from places. But if you had a great time, if you had a bad time, let us know. Email us at isitdadrockyat at gmail.com and, and let us know. Before we start the actual proper quiz, I've got a mini quiz, little taster. What I'm going to do is I'm going to read out the names of bands and albums, and then you have to tell me what year that album was released. They're all from around the sort of early to mid to late noughties. Is that what you call them? Noughties? Yeah. And it sounds weird saying that, doesn't it? Well, I mean, you're giving us a bit of a clue there, the early noughties and the late noughties. Like, what if you give us a like an album that we know is from the 1990s, but then we're like, well, was it from the 1990s? Because Martin said it's the late 90s. Well, Steve, I'm not in it to trick you. I want you to have fun and get some right answers. Why would I ever want you to not do well? All right, we'll see. We'll see. Right. I'll. Um, it's for both of you. What I'll do is I'll read it out. Sam, can you show the guess? You can go first. You can have a guess. And then, Steve, you can guess afterwards. So, Trivium, Ascendancy. Ooh.
1: 2002.
0: I'm going to go with 2004. 2005. Ooh.
1: I thought I was a lot older than that.
0: Well, I was closest. So Steve gets the point closest to it. One day we will actually keep track of points. Okay, second one is Muse Absolution. Do we get a clue on this? Like, can you, t- can you tell us a single? No. <laughs> I don't know any singles from it. <laughs> Some might know.
1: I'm going to say 2003 for that.
0: I'm going to go with 2000 and zero. 2000. Okay. It's 2003. Well done, Sam. Oh, well done, Sam. Third one. Funeral for a friend. Casually dressed and deep in conversation. Ooh.
1: Uh, 2005.
0: I'm going to say 2003 because this year we're doing a 20-year anniversary tour. It is 2003, correct.
1: Good powers of deduction.
0: Uh, Bullet for my valentine, The Poison.
1: Uh, I don't even know what this one is. Uh, 2002.
0: I'm going to go 2004. 2005. I was going to go 2005. Don't know why I didn't. Him, Love Mel. That sounds like I'm trying to really string a sentence together, doesn't it?
1: (laughs) Him, Love (laughs) Mel. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, that feels like it should be old I'm going to say 2001
0: Yeah, I'm going to go 2001 as well 2003 Oh really? Fuck off uh, Ramstein Mutter Oh, 2000
1: 2001
0: It's 2001, well done oh. I had a leg up on that one because we, uh, when we first started the pro- uh, podcast that someone requested it and we said, oh sorry, that's the year 2001 we'll do it next year Next uh, next series, which also we binned off doing it chronologically. So yeah, we never did it. Yeah. Next one, kill switch engage, the end of heartache. 2003. Two thousand two. Two thousand and four. Oh wow. Next one, hundred reasons, ideas above our stations. Uh two thousand and one, I
1: should know that one.
0: Yeah, so, sh- so should I? We've done an episode on it recently. Uh, yeah, two thousand one. I'm going to copy sound. It's two thousand two. You <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, audio slave, self-titled. Not oh, mad. Two thousand four. I'm going to go two thousand two. It's two thousand two. <laughs> that is the album that I bought and just. Really, really tried to convince myself I liked. And after about five years, I came to terms with the fact that I didn't like it and I'd wasted £16. Well, the only reason I got that right because I was like, Martin had that on CD and we listened to it in his bedroom. So that must have been when we were in like year nine or whatever.
1: Controversially, I really like that one. I like that more than anything Chris Cornell ever did.
0: What about Rage Against the Machine? But he didn't do Rage Against the Machine. No, but I mean, the rest of the band was Rage Against the Machine.
1: Yeah, I like Rage Against the Machine. The diff- it's two different bands. It's the same band, but it's two completely like sort of different genres, isn't it?
0: I don't agree. Nah. Rage Against the Machine with a different singer. Avenged Sevenfold, City of Evil.
1: 2002.
0: So I'm going to go a bit later on this one, because I don't actually know what the names of the albums are, but that song was really big in like 2005, 2006. So I'm going to go with this one, 2006. 2005. Oh, you bastard. Fallout Boy from Under the Cork Tree. 2005. 2003? 2005. Oh, well done, Sam. Finally. Uh, system of a Down Toxicity.
1: 2001.
0: Yeah, 2001. 2001 is correct. Uh, Biffy Clyro Puzzle. 2003. I'm going to go
1: 2004. 2007. Ooh. Whoa.
0: Quite a late one. My Chemical Romance, The Black Parade. Um,
1: 2005.
0: 2006. It's 2006. And last one, you'll be pleased to know, Green Day, American Idiot, what year?
1: Uh, this is the, uh, You mentioned this one last week, didn't you? Is this 2002? I was just
0: trying to figure when Rise Against was uh, released. <laughs> 2003. 2005. Uh, Okay, cool. Right. I think we're all sufficiently lubricated with our quiz minds and dicks. Quiz dicks. Right. (laughs) Episode 41, Billy Talon, self-titled album from the year 2003. As chosen by our guest this week, Sam. First question, Sam. Why did you choose this album?
1: Um... We spoke about me coming on the podcast when I was at, we were at Slam Dunk together and I was trying to desperately think of something to tell you there and then, but you were really pissed and I had a really bad headache and I was, just couldn't think of anything at all. Uh, and then it was only when I got home I was like, Billy Talent! It's got to be Billy Talent, the first album. Uh, and the reason I picked it is because it's fucking awesome.
0: That is a very good reason. A very, very good reason. I remember listening to Billy Talent. I think it was uh, Try Honesty. And it came on a Kerrang! And I was like, what the fuck is this shit? What is this guy's voice? It's awful. And then I listened to it again and again. And I was like, oh my god, this band is amazing. And then bought the album. Yeah, you did. First impressions of Billy Talent when you heard them. Can you remember? I didn't like them. And you know what? I still don't. The first thing when you know, I think of when I see Billy Talent is that fucking guitarist hair. Yeah. And it's still not changed, has it? He's still got the same weird hair. Yeah, I watched a YouTube video because obviously I was doing the stuff of this and it was like, uh, I won't say his name because that's a question, does his hair and he's like, hi, I'm doing my hair and he just spent, like it's like a two-minute video clip of it sped up and he's just doing his hair for absolutely ages. Dedication. Okay, so question number two, Sam. Name the band members and what do they do?
1: Um, okay, so the singer is Benjamin, is it like, Coelowichs, or something like that. Coella wicks
0: Yeah, well done for trying to pronounce it. I, think it. I think it'll be witch. Yeah, I think witch will be right, I imagine. Or which. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, and then on guitar, there's Ian Dessar. Yeah. With the crazy hair. Um, and this is where I get lost now, because I ain't got a clue what the bass player or drummer are called.
0: So the bass, bass guitarist is Jonathan Gallant, and the drummer is Aaron Solowaniuk. I wanna I wanna say that's how it's pronounced. They've got some difficult names, these Canadians. So yeah, you've got Benjamin and his last name on vocals, Ian Desar with a crazy hair and guitar, Jonathan Gallon on bass, and Aaron Solowaniuk on drums. And the interesting thing about Billy Talent is that all members are still original And I think we mentioned this On a couple of episodes ago But yeah All still original members From when, the, when, when we started in high school Which is pretty crazy But we've mentioned this as well Because we always talk about Billy Talon Or we have been talking about him recently quite a lot Is that J- Jordan Hastings From Alexis on Fire Does take over From Aaron When his MS flares up And we mentioned MS a couple of times and we actually don't know what it is. So I looked it up. It actually affects a person's coordination, sensation, vision, and causes muscle weakness. So for a drummer, that is pretty fucking bad. Yeah, definitely. It doesn't sound, uh, it doesn't sound good at all, does it? Okay, number three. What were they called before Billy Talent? Uh, I know this one. It's Pez. Correct. So yeah, they had to change the name because another band had been using it since 1989. An American band. They contacted them and told them to change it. I actually tried to Spotify Pez and find some of their recordings. Could not find anything, so seemed like a bit of a waste of time. But Billy Talent were called Pez until 1999, and did you know they actually changed their musical style at the same time? So originally, they were a rap rock band. Next question, why are they called Billy Talent?
1: I'm annoyed now because I read this on Wikipedia when I was doing my homework and I've completely forgotten.
0: Oh I know, Sam. I hate it when that happens. <laughs> it's from a it's it's from a film, right, Martin, called Hardcore Logo. Yeah, so it's a mockumentary. I think it was originally it was a book, um, but the medium that they sort of watched it in and was like a you know, got into it was the actual film. Uh, a mockumentary and it's uh, apparently illustrates the self destruction of punk rock. I haven't seen it, but uh in my head, it's like Spinal Tap. It's like a, you know, a bit of a joke or whatever. And the guitarist is called Billy Talent. And apparently he's like a, a fame-hungry guitarist who wants to do anything for, for fame. And he's called Billy Talent. I'd be quite interested to see that. Next one. What are the singles from the album? I hear a clue. There's four of them. So there's quite a lot of singles, really.
1: Wow. Uh, try Honesty. That's the obvious one. Um, God.
0: So try and visualise the music videos, if you can.
1: Yeah. Um. Oh my God. It's like being put on the spot, and it's one of those things where you know them all, and then you just completely...
0: Do you want me to give you a clue?
1: Go black, yeah, clue.
0: If you break up with someone, you generally refer to them as your... The ex. Yep, Brilliant.
1: Um, River Below is that one? Yep. Yeah, that came to my head. Don't make me, cause I'll Red button and will I'll
0: go? I'll try and get a clue on this one. Bit weird. If you're on death row, um,. You could just do any more murders because it's not really bad, does it? You would you would be said to have nothing,
1: nothing left to lose.
0: Ah, close, close enough. Nothing to lose.
1: Nothing to lose. Yeah,
0: we'll give you a point. You can have a point anyway. <laughs> Okay, so as we discussed before, it was a while ago and quite a few episodes ago. So I appreciate Sam, you might not have heard it, but Steve, I'm pretty certain you were there. We discussed back in the day, you'd get an album, you'd buy it, you'd start, you'd listen to the one song that you'd actually heard for some reason. That's the first thing you did, regardless of what track it was on, you would always listen to that song first. Then you would start reading the lyrics, having a look, and you'd learn everything about that album, get really into it. And you'd learn the song names. Nowadays, we I can never when I get to new bands, I really struggle to learn the song names because it's just all on Spotify. It's on my phone, I can't see it. So, as this album is twenty years ago, you've got no excuse, Sam. Can you tell us how many songs? Can you name as many songs as you can from the album? It doesn't have to be in any order, but just try and name as many songs as you can. You've named four already.
1: Yeah, so River Below, uh. Nothing to lose. The X. Uh, voices of violence. Um, oh, I can sing them all for you. Um,
0: well, you, you've missed out the obvious one. You've already mentioned.
1: Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs>
0: not a
1: great performance. Um, I can. I'm singing them in my head. I don't know what it's fucking called. Uh this is how no, it you goes. You better
0: do well for the lyrics section later on.
1: Yeah, hopefully.
0: This is how it goes is a is a is a track. You are you haven't said the first single. Try honesty. Yep.
1: Um I don't know. I'm stuck
0: Well done, Sam. You got six. Very commendable. So the track listing is This is How It Goes, Living in the Shadows, Try Honesty, Line and Sinker. Lies, The X, River Below, Standing in the Rain, Cut the Curtains, Prisoners of Today, Nothing to Lose, and Voices of Violence. Okay, so what studio album is this? Number, sorry.
1: Uh, For Billy Talent, this is number one.
0: That is correct. How many studio albums do they have? And bonus point, if you can name them.
1: Right, this is one of my homework things I did. So Billy Talent Billy Talent two Billy Talent three.
0: That's it, right, get the easy ones out of the way, yeah.
1: <laughs> Dead silence. Uh Afraid of Heights and the new one.
0: Yeah, do you know what it's called?
1: Oh um Christ the Fifth.
0: Yep, yeah, well done. Well hey. done. They're kind of like, I thought it would be cool if they just had Billy Talent one through to six. That'd be sick. Like, I think that'd be a great idea, but they kind of ruined it. Then they asked Billy Talent three. That's that why I was thinking about with, um, you know, Tiger Army. Because I think it's like on the first album, they say Tiger Army Never Die. And then I think on the second one, or one of the other ones, they don't do it. They just haven't music. And you're like, why have you not done Tiger Army Never Die at the beginning? That annoys me. That is annoying. A little tidbit on those on those albums. Ian DeSar actually produced their last three albums, and he said, "We're not calling it fucking four, five, and six, you oh. fucks." So yeah, I thought that was quite interesting regards to being the the producer of the later albums. You find it a lot in films and TV shows as the sort of the series go on, the the sort of people that are involved get more involved in the actual production or behind the scenes. So like TV sets, as the you know they'll they'll direct an episode and they'll produce it and things like that. So I'm guessing Ian desire has got more of an interest as it goes along. I'm sure he's got a background in music anyway, but then he's actually taking the reins on it as well. And I wonder how I was thinking about this a couple of days ago. If he's the producer, how much sway does the producer have when they produce an album? Does he then trump his band members or not? You know, like something has to. You know, you have to make a decision as a producer. You might be saying, "Look, I think we should do this. I know what I'm talking about. I've produced the past three albums. It'd be interesting that dynamic." Yeah, I think the producer does have a lot of say. Like, I don't think a band would really choose a producer that they didn't want to take advice from. And if it did, then it probably wouldn't be a very good, a very good album. But um, yeah, with with them, um, you know, Ian taking over in two thousand twelve, I think as well. If you look at like how much money they probably had to record those albums, probably not as much as when they recorded Billy Talent and Billy Talent two. And then he's probably you know learned a lot of techniques as they've recorded those first three albums and then as well music technology has progressed so far in the fact that you know they could just rent out a house somewhere and do it all by themselves at a lower cost they didn't have to go into a studio and do everything on tape it, everything could have just been done in a laptop so there's probably another reason is like a monetary value on it right are you guys ready for a, a lyrics quiz Hi, i am ready I'm ready. Are you both feeling confident? Yeah.
1: Uh, after my performance earlier, no, but we'll give it a go.
0: Right, well, we'll we'll see what happens. Martin, if you've got any of your sheets open. Yeah, not closed. I don't want you having any, uh, what's the word, over Sam? Advantage. Uh, advantage, yeah. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a song. And then I'm going to give you a lyric from that song And I want you to give me the next line Okay Really straightforward Sam, I'll ask you first And I just want the next line, okay So the the song is Try Honesty And the lyric is Forgive me father Why should I bother
1: Is it not just try honesty, try honesty
0: Yeah, well done Well done
1: (laughs) Seemed like that was too easy
0: Yeah, overthinking it (laughs) Martin, next one. The song is "Try Honesty." The lyric is "Hop in your dump truck, reverse for good luck, ride over me, ride over me." yep, yeah, well done. Sam, next one. The song is "Try Honesty." The lyric is "Take on the whole world, fight with the young girls."
1: Cry agony,
0: cry agony. Well, very close, very close. Martin, do you want to try and go for a steal? Die tragedy? Die tragedy? That is correct. Final one for Martin. The song, obviously, Try Honesty. Call me a cheapskate. Come on, for Pete's sake. Try Honesty? That is incorrect. Sam, do you want to go for a steal?
1: Is it what I said before? Cry agony, cry agony.
0: Cry agony, cry agony. Well done, guys. That is the chorus from Try Honesty. Okay, next song, River Below. Sam, the lyric is rejected. <clears throat> uh, uh, sorry, let me get my tongue back in. Uh, the lyric is rejected since day one. My name is.
1: Bastard Son.
0: Yeah, well done, correct. Next song for Martin, The X. The lyric is Why would she put me through such torture? I would have given my life for her. Well done, correct. I was reading the uh, lyrics of that song and it is very like, that is about The X. That guy, he was very heartbroken. Next one song is called Nothing to Lose, and the lyric is My parents had no clue.
1: That I ate all my lunches alone in that bathroom.
0: Well done, correct. How awful is that lyric, by the way? Like, at first, when I read it, I was like, oh, that's funny. Then I was like, wait, no, it's not funny at all. That is awful. Awesome. Yeah, it's a pretty grim song, yeah. My parents had no clue. Okay, next one, the song is Standing in the Rain. Martin, the lyric is So if you see me, will you just drive on by? Or will you catch the twinkle inside of your inside your eye or something? Well done, that is absolutely correct. So if you, see me, will you just drive on by? Or will I catch the twinkle inside your eye? Okay, Sam, next one's for you. The song is This Is How It Goes and the lyric is So I hold my breath until my heart explodes.
1: And this is how it is and this is how it goes.
0: Yep, well done. And then last one, Martin, the song is Line and Sinker and the lyric is Fishing for the answer with a line and sinker. Look at me and don't forget. Don't you know? No, that's I'm gonna I'm gonna say that again because it is actually I think it's actually two lines. So the first line is fishing for the answer with a line and sinker, and then it says look at me and don't forget Had to How to get a grip something, I can't remember it, something like that. Yeah, hard to get a grip with all these broken fingers. What what you see is what you get. Well, very well done on that, guys. I feel like Sam, you did really well. You didn't need to redeem yourself. Martin, you did need to redeem yourself, and you have done, so well done. The crowd goes wild. That's it. Quiz over. Awesome. But Sam, I do have one question. So a couple of episodes ago, when we did Rise Against, Martin told a story. He said when he was in a band called Bunny Boiler, you were also in that band, and you used to just drink too much before you went on stage. And one time you said, I will give my guitar to anyone... That comes and puts their balls in my face, and then lay down on the stage and waited for someone to come and put their balls in your face, and then when someone actually did it, you refused to give to give away your guitar. So, was that true? Can you confirm or deny these allegations? Um, I've thought about it for ages, and there's like I feel like
1: I may have thought it was a dream, but. It might have actually been real, because, uh, I don't know, I feel like I remember the guitar that I had, it was the ESP, and I was like, no, yeah, I fucking might have in my ESP. But I think it may have been true, yeah, I don't know, I was probably too pissed. I was definitely too pissed.
0: That was probably the day that the uh, two-drink roll came into effect. <laughs> yeah. Enforced, I heard, yeah. Billy talent, self-titled from the year 2003. It was an obvious choice for our 41st episode, wouldn't you say, Steve? Yeah, definitely. Sam, thanks a lot for joining us. Have you got anything you want to say to our audience?
1: Yeah, I just want to say I've had a really good time. Thanks for having me.
0: Awesome. If you want to come on our show, you know, you you can't just be a random person. You've got to to have something good to talk about or know us. Give us an email. It's isitdadrocket at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us.